even if we don't have anything new or important to say about it, I think this is a fun topic. The playable parable. That's not new, but I think it's a unique way to look at it. Yeah, we can try this. Roll it. Don't you dare no. talk bad about VeggieTales. No, I will well, come no, over there. I wouldn't dare. Why does a Christian video game have to be about a Bible story or something? What story are we telling? Are we just telling, are we cheating and taking God's script? Or are we taking God's script and we're letting it enter into us? We don't have to make a Jesus version of GTA 5. Hello, world. Welcome to the Church Mag Podcast, the official podcast of Church Mag, the home of church, technology, and all things geek. With your hosts, Eric Dye, Jeremy Smith, and Phil Schneider. Jeremy, Jeremy, wake up. Tell us who made this podcast possible. Thanks, Larry. Have you guys thought about writing for Church Mag? Hold on. I know, I know, I know. You guys like to read Church Mag. It's something you do for fun. You got five minutes. You're in between seeing people. You're waiting at the Starbucks until you meet with that elder to drink some coffee. But I love how many people push back and talk and leave comments and have all these great ideas. In fact, I'm going to be honest, guys. Most of my ideas come from you and other people that I read. I would encourage you guys to go to church mag slash contribute and sign up to write with church mag. And you guys can be a part of that. And I would highly encourage you guys, if that's something you want to do, go check it out. Get something out there. If you're like, oh, I've never written anything. I've never blogged. Neither had I whenever I was with church mag. I encourage you. If you are thought even about writing one article, go try it out. Church mag slash contribute. Thank you, Jeremy. Now let the fun begin. Welcome to another episode of the Church Mag Podcast. Eric Dye along here with Jeremy Smith and Phil Snyder. Just kicking back, shooting the breeze, having a good time. Thank you for joining us. It's always a pleasure to have you with us. Hey, Jeremy, are you playing a game right now? Yeah. What are you playing, Jeremy? Are you? I feel like this is a setup for something. Jeremy, are you playing a game right now? I'm playing a little Minecraft. Guess guess what I'm playing. Wait, what are you playing? Uh, guess. Uh... Star Wars. No. Well, I tell you, can, can I tell the story, Phil, a little bit of it? You sure can. Okay, so I am, I'm hitting the, the Reddit Game Deals channel because I found that that's the best place to see like if there's any good sales or anything going on for any titles I'm going to pick up on the cheap because that's how I do. And I went to... Because you're Christian. Yes, right, right. I'm a good <laughs> steward of my, of my money. So... I, I go to one of the sites to kind of check up on a deal and see if it was really worth it. And I'm going through the list of the on-sale titles, and I see, lo and behold, there is a there is the Spiritual Warfare Wisdom Tree Collection, and my jaw, like, hit the floor. I'm like, oh, my gosh. It is those Bible games that we refer to all the time on the podcast. Spiritual Warfare, the Joshua, the Moses, all of those, like, in one pack, Um and I'm like, is this even, this is on Steam? Sure enough, it's on Steam. And I forget what the price, full price is on Steam, but this other site. Uh, $8. Really? Okay. And then on this full, other. Full price of $8. And on this other site was on sale. So I, of course, sent the, the on sale one in the Slack and I teased Phil and I said, hey, Phil. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then Phil found a coupon. Yes. And got it even yeah. cheaper. It feels like, ask, you know, because he knows that. I, I game and so he just to double check he's like am I seeing this right that this is this will work on Mac and I you know I double check for him I'm like yeah yeah Mac Windows Linux works on on all three of those systems and I was so surprised when I see the words typing up in Slack it says I'm gonna buy it <laughs> yep, yep. I, I'm, I'm right now I'm level four of Joshua right now there you are <laughs> reliving the golden I'm just years killing some Hittites. <laughs> 
What are you throwing at him? Like scrolls? What is it? Uh, no, it, no scrolls is Moses. This is uh, uh, these are no, music notes. I'm praising the Lord. Oh, okay. You're killing them with Obviously, music. Eric. Literally killing yes. them with notes. Well, no, the praise, the praise of the Lord. Right, yeah. the praise of the Lord. Right, defeat your enemies. I mean, isn't that what you do when you go sing in church? Is you're expecting to slay people? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! So, in the Slack channel, this was it. Kind of, I don't know, stoked the fire a little bit. There's another. There's another game. It wasn't part of this collection that I've even seen on Steam. It's like we stoke lots of fires. No, in that's the church what we do. Back, you know? We're the stokers. <laughs> it was, it's like Noah's 3D Ark or something like that. And it's a terrible, terrible game. And it just was like another reminder of. I mean, there's a stereotypical thing like Christian anything is automatically worse. Now, music has seemed to have changed. A lot of bit of art has changed as it has become uh, more liberal and being open and free and being able to express oneself more. I think a lot of those stereotypes have washed away. But if there is one area that that definitely still remains, it would be video games. Like, why is that? Why do why do why do Christian things like this have to be like why does it why does a christian video game right have to be about a bible story or something like david and goliath or something like that i, I, I don't well I don't know. it's probably to a certain extent because how else are you going to get someone to sign off on a christian video game you know see to me as somebody who's played quite a few different games it seems like the concept of playable parables in a sense is really the direction that any legitimate quote-unquote Christian video game ought to take. And I don't mean an actual literal playing out a parable. I'm talking about a fictional story, <laughs> right? So I'm talking seed. about a fictional, I know, right? Can, 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 you, get your, can you get your crops to, to, to return a hundredfold? Oh, it's just like Harvest Moon, but not. So, um, but, or like Christian Farm Town. Right, exactly. But, or Sim Noah, that's what I <laughs> oh mean. Oh my gosh. But like having a story that has a Christian Gen- worldview to it Gen- or something. Genesis Craft. Oh my gosh. See? See? <laughs> sorry. Sorry, Eric. No, it's good. We should, we, we should probably do mock-up covers on these, honestly. We should absolutely do it. There's a Twitter account I love called, uh, it's the Sony Dreamcast Twitter account. And he tweets out... Um, Fake, uh, fake Sony Dreamcast games. That's what I'm talking about. So if you're listening to the podcast and you're inspired by any of these titles or you think of some on your own, like work them up on like a box art, send them to us. We'll put it on church memes. We'll put it on a church mag post. We will do all we can to share your awesomeness with the world because we'll, we'll give you a gift card to church mag, church merch. Right. Or no, you know, we could probably even do better than that. If you're a gamer, we'd even give you like a steam, a steam card because Ooh, it's true. I mean, come on. You know, if you're going to work that up, I'm I'm going to I'm going to buy you a real game, right? <laughs> a real game that uh like No, the we're, we're, we're giving no, we're giving him Joshua. Yeah, we'll give him Joshua. We could give you that too, like if you're not a gamer and you have well, anyway, sorry Phil. It's um, so much fun. <laughs> you know, there's one game and it's like my go-to for this example and it's the game Bastion. If you haven't ever played Bastion, you really should. Um it is one of the well the only game that actually gave me an actual tear coming out of my face from the emotion from it but it's an interesting game because at the at the end or towards the end you can make a decision and that affects I'm going to try to do this no spoiler first and see if I can communicate this if you make the dis- one particular decision okay depending on the decision you make towards or at the very end of the game um Effect affects the game plus mode, so to speak. Um, the the ending 
affects the actual ending of the story, right? There's two different endings. And the power of the scene, if you, what I would, what you would deem the, maybe the correct choice, if you will, um, the impact, the story on the screen is just so powerful and so amazing. And then if, if the first time you're playing it through, you make that choice. And then, you know, out of curiosity, you look it up or you maybe load an old save file and try again. And you see what happens if you, make the alternate choice and then you can see how that plays out in the ending in the game it's just like so amazingly powerful and it speaks to sacrifice and humility and it's just a beautiful scene right of, of, of sacrifice and i just think how even more powerful possibly something that would be maybe i'm being maybe i'm being um an, an arrogant christian to say that if a christian had put something together it would be even more powerful but to me, it really speaks to the power of storytelling that that games can be and movies can be, and yet it still feels like we are still putting out the same crap. Mm-hmm. Well, look at our movies. Right. That's why I threw the movies in there. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say, but, but, but you're, I mean, you're dead on right. It's, it's the same crap. I, I think I want to say two things. One, um, there's... Of course, what a Christian puts out will be more powerful, Eric, because um, our our story, our parable, our our myth, if you will, is true. So, how can it not be powerful? It's, it, ha- it has to resonate because it's, it is the absolute truth. Um, that's it. Sounds arrogant. It sounds arrogant. It might sound arrogant, but you know what? I, I don't care if it sounds arrogant. It is. I can't. I can't. A Christian cannot accept. Cannot state that, but, but it's truth. Like, when are we going to learn this lesson? That that you know, making it a Bible story or just the cheese. Stop with the cheese. I mean, think of think of listen. Think of quote unquote Christian movies of today. All right, um, I, I'm probably offending some people, and well, I'm I haven't sorry, started talking yet, but, so keep going. <laughs> okay, they 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 just they 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 they're they're no good. They're they're not good. Right? They could be so much better. But listen, think of think of a Christian. Think of a Christian movie. And this isn't necessarily a Christian movie, but it has a Christian author. The Lord of the Rings is amazing. It's a Christian movie. It's a Christian book. It absolutely is. Right. It absolutely is. Exactly my point. Exactly my point. That's what should happen with video games. I'm just saying, if you want to make a quote-unquote Christian game, make a flippin' Lord of the Rings, not a Lord of the Rings game, obviously. I'm saying, make something that that has a powerful truth in it. I want I want you guys That's to it. be my um, moral compass here uh, to decide what needs to get edited or not edited. But we will be your mortal <laughs> combat cus- compass. Thank, thank you, I appreciate <laughs> the fun. Um, I, for me, when we talk about a lot of this stuff, I think about the it, the fact that you're basically using a different medium to tell tell the story of Jesus. Right? That's essentially what we're doing, and we so have the we text. Doing? Right? We have the text. We have. Um, the community we have all these things that are hopefully speaking to the nature of god of christ of his sacrifice of all these things and me being a baptist i did all things that baptists do included um hate catholics and um again moral compass i i think that uh in my jeremy in my millennialism i went ahead and just um conversed with my fellow Christians and talked to him about what it means to understand Jesus. And one time I got the opportunity to 
go through the stations of the cross. I don't know if you guys have ever done that in person. Yes. But the stations of the cross is this just the representation of what happened to Jesus in his final days um, of um, going from or presenting himself as the final sacrifice. And it's one thing to read the text of it. It's another thing to see the passion of the Christ on video. And it's a whole nother thing when you are by yourself or with the ones you love reading the scripture, standing in front of um, nature and God just kind of being present. I remember when I did it, it was just kind of these little depictions and you kind of stand there and you process and you think about this thing that's happened. And then when I got to the end, there was a, a human size statue in marble of Jesus actually nailed to the cross, crying, um, laying down as they or as they were getting ready to put him up. And for me, the impact that that had was so intense that I just like immediate, I'm not a crier. And I immediately started bawling at looking at this representation and just to understand that it's possible to do that. And yet video games miss the mark so widely. And I think that that's really important to realize. I think, I mean, that's a good point too, Jeremy. I mean, uh, why aren't video games more poignant? I think partly because video games for the general market aren't designed to be poignant. They're designed to be salacious. Oh, well, well, I mean, yes and no. Um, Actually, video games, as far as a a storytelling medium, as far as making points medium, um, there are, there are plenty and there are more and more every day. Uh, even at first blush, you think, oh, well, you know, this is just an action game or it's a this game. Um, but as you begin to peel the layers back and as you begin to play it more and, and it begins to flesh out further, you realize that they actually have a lot to say um, as as they put the player in in positions, in powerful positions, because you, when you're playing a game, it's a lot easier to feel empathy because you are taking on this character, right? You are acting out in this world, and it it can be just such a powerful um, story and storytelling mechanism. Um, and a lot of games do that more and more. Um, and so that's why it is so kind of disheartening to see that you know um, we haven't seen that done more. And maybe and maybe there are maybe there are more um, kind of Christians out there, you know, putting forth some some uh, biblical worldview. I feel like these are loaded terms, but I don't know any other way to kind of explain explain myself. They, they may already be out there making influences in game stories, uh, and, and we, we, we don't even know it because, um, you know, like we've, we've pointed out, there isn't that great of a track record for that. Well, I mean, what, okay, so you've played Half-Life before, Eric, right? Mm-hmm. What did you like about Half-Life? Half-Life, well, not necessarily Half-Life. Half-Life 2, what I loved about it was this this dystopian world uh, where you have to overcome and and liberate the people. Okay. Okay. Right. That's what I liked about it. Uh, from, from a story point of view, from a gameplay mm-hmm. point of view, it's uh, it, it was pacing. I mean, there's a lot of different ways you can dissect it. Kind of like with a movie, you know, like, did you like the story, the plot? Did you like the cinematics? Did you like the um, the story arc, et cetera, et cetera? So, but that's what I liked. But it wasn't. Did you cry? Was it poignant? No, 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 not that one. No, that that wasn't like um, like the Bioshock series. Very, very poignant. Didn't make me cry. No, it wasn't emotionally engaging in that sense. What it was is it really got you thinking about choice and 
the 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 power to make your own decisions and how many how often you think you're making your own decisions but really it's from external uh, powers that be, so to speak, that influence you to make the decisions that you make. And they're not really free decisions that you're making. And it really got you thinking about that um, in your own life and, and and the mechanics of that as it occurs to the player in a completely um, science fiction mm. and fictional situation. So I think my question, my point in asking that is I think that we're we're kind of oversimplifying this. We don't need video games to be uber poignant per se. No. We need video games to be, to tell good stories. And some stories yes. are poignant. Some stories are engaging and action packed. And the Bible contains all of those things. Mm-hmm. And as Christians, we do a bad job of presenting it. We, what I find with like, I'm, so I'm playing Joshua right now. I'm literally on level six of this game and I am kicking some tail by the way. But um, <laughs> what, what I notice with Christian games is we don't create in movies too. We don't, create stories we keep telling the same story um and there's a certain amount of that that, that is true and, and right and a certain amount of that that is garbage is, is it isn't that what isn't that what i think a veggie tales did so well back in the day and why it was so inspiring they were telling bible stories in a way that they didn't feel like bible stories in that sense yeah it was the way they were telling. that yeah that works to a certain extent too guys but i think my, my point I mean, yes, that, that does work. I don't want to. I mean, that's one of point. the things. I know that's not exactly but, what you're yes. saying. Don't you dare no. talk bad about Veggie Tales. No, I will well, come no, over there. I wouldn't dare. My my <laughs> point. I mean, do you like to talk to tomatoes? Uh, I don't like to eat them, though. Um, my my point here is not about um, the Bible stories themselves per se. My yeah. point is about like what story are we telling? Are we just telling? Are we cheating and taking God's script? Or are we taking God's script and we're letting it like we're we're letting it enter into us, and then we are coming we're coming back with um, um, some new thoughts or some not new thoughts, but like we're rather than just copying actual stories from the Bible, are we telling stories about people living out the Bible, or are we telling stories that reflect the like Lord of the Rings reflects biblical traits, Lord of the Rings, or in modern day the the Wing Feather Saga written by Andrew Peterson? Definitely pick it up, read those. It's the same kind of thing that you see with Tolkien, where a story is being told. There is so much truth living in this story that is the gospel. If you knew where to look for it. Otherwise, it's just an amazing story. I also think that the, the video games is undergoing a lot of different changes as well. I think the VR offers something unique. I think that's the ability to do mobile and AR is something that's out there. The board games that are, I think there's a ton of innovation that's happening as far as board games. And I don't think you have to mimic what's happening currently that's selling millions and millions of dollars. We don't have to make a Jesus version of GTA 5. Right, 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 uh, right. There's already a mod for that anyway, guys. I mean, but I also think that... Where you, where, you, where you walk around and you just... You throw bread at people. Where you people. walk around and just give, the, give, give everyone uh, uh, a car? You, you follow the mugger and you uh, give back to the people that have been mugged. Yeah. Um, I think that the, the, that Dragon Cancer, if you guys know about that video game, that's yes. a huge understanding and that's a heartfelt thing and that's considered a video game um like imagine if someone made really really well a stations of the cross that you could just walk through and and i'm gonna i have this article i really want to do that talks about how people have learned how to make a 360 treadmill that you can use in vr and that you can just simply walk the stations of the cross and when you get to it there's a depiction or jeremy as a vr user myself yeah 
you don't need the VR treadmill to be immersed sure. at all. I'm, I mean, when you just begin to say that, I was like kind of mind blown. The thought of that, whoa, that would be pretty flipping intense. I would probably not even be able to get through a half of it mm. or a quarter of it before I'm like, I need to. I was going to say, hit save, come back later, agreed. because it would be too intense. I can't even imagine that. Agreed. Like, there's people that want to recreate the gospel stories. Get somebody to have a video game that's telling the story, this narrative where you're not the main person, you're not being the hero, which I think is too yeah, cliche, I, but you're okay. a part of it that you're experiencing the story. Yeah. But I, th- I think that, I think that that's, that's the difference is that, um, is the mixing of like, you, you have some great ideas here that I think would be amazing. I think the problem is, is when, when someone takes that and they try to meld it with gamification yep. where, and, and that's really possibly a lack of understanding the medium of gaming yeah. because there's different genres of gaming. There are experience games and there are gamey games. And then there are those that can, can, can be a bit of a hybrid that's, that has syst- gaming systems, but then also tells a story. Um, and it's, it's the art of being able to present it properly. Sure. I think maybe that has historically been the problem. About this, um, have you guys both read Ready Player One or watched the movie? I've read, I've read it. They talk about in there the idea of doing a video game where you reenact your favorite movies. And the more you get it exactly right and act it out and say the lines, the more points you get. And sure, it is gamification of it, yes. Um, and it's every single Baptist pastor that loves to memorize scripture would love this type of idea of a game, but you simply act out and try to do that well. I don't know. Okay, uh, but here, here's where we're gauging our, our Christian privilege, okay? Yep. Um, we're making games for ourselves. Yep, we have we enough are. resources. Like This is where I, my point in talking about this is, like, Jesus spoke parables not to Christians, but to people who... Yeah. You know, didn't believe in him. You know, saying he was he was reaching out through parables. This is where we need games for. We need to reach out with engaging, true story. Not not in some sort of schlocky evangelistic appeal, but a true compelling story that reflects the mm-hmm. the glory and truth of uh, of Christ. Yeah, and that that's not something that uh, it's 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 the it's the marathon approach is really what it is. It's not the quick win. You know, you don't have a track at the end of this thing. This is well, this true. is planting seeds of God's truth. You know, um, it's not a, a yes. track in the face. You know, um, that's that's how you win this race, slow and steady. Having said, if someone ended up doing the ministry and life of Dietrich Bonhoeffer and everything that he went through, of the whole planning to kill Hitler and everything that could go with that, that would make an excellent game that I personally would love to play and to talk about with people. I think that that would kind of be interesting. Um, And it wouldn't necessarily have to be a Jesus is the way, the truth and the light kind of a story. Right. It smacks you in the face. And there's plenty of room for those kind of more biblically based games. But I think my point in bringing this or this and talking about this on the Slack channel was to highlight the idea that we need creators who can take the, and I don't like calling scripture raw material because I don't want to rob Bell this thing where like, ah, it means this. But like where we, where we take God's truth, which is infinite, and yeah. and we uh, explore within it in a way that both glorifies and um, enhances that truth, or not enhances, but um, but uh, reveals that truth in greater in greater detail.
it creates at the very least it creates an emotional connection that sometimes is difficult to do by reading especially in a busy life where we're trying to read very short digestible parts of the bible yeah if you'd like to join the fun, use the CMAG cast hashtag. Email us directly at podcast at churchmag or ask us a question that we might be able to answer on an upcoming podcast and at least sound like we know what we're talking about by visiting churchmag forward slash riddle me this. The Church Mag podcast is proudly hosted on buzzsprout.com. 